Welcome to the Life Well Done Podcast. Optimizing physical, mental, and emotional being. Challenge plus change equals growth. Welcome back to the Life Well Done Podcast. Super, super excited about my guest today. I've known her for quite a while. Uh, she's actually married to one of my former teammates. Um, she's awesome. Before we get into what she's bringing to the table, I want to let you know that the, uh, the website is officially launched. I'm super proud of this. Good buddy of mine, Scotty, uh, helped me develop this um, in short, short notice. Um, so kudos to him for even getting it together at all. But I, I may be biased, but I, I love it. I'm excited to continue to make it grow. Uh, check it out. You can find it at www.lifewelldone.com. Um, there you'll find it's a one-stop shop for everything. So you'll find a podcast, you will find YouTube, uh, the links to YouTube, the social media uh, connection, uh, blog that I've started there. And to me, one of the most important things is, is now we're launching the daily workouts and, and a place for you to talk about one-on-one training with me or virtual training, which I'm super excited to, to be launching. Um, with the virtual training, you can do a couple of different ways of this. We can build monthly templates for your workouts. Um, we can build new, uh, nutritional templates. We can combine those two. Or we can take it a step further and get you both of those combined or one or the other with a weekly consult um, where we can talk about anything, really mindset, um, what we're looking for in our training, things you're struggling with, things you love, things you hate, um, and just kind of make it uh, all about you for half hour there. So I am super pumped about this. Um, so please check it out. Um, and if you are listening to this podcast, please, please, please share it, first of all. But secondly, while you're there, go to iTunes, hit the five-star rating. Please leave a comment. It helps me grow. Um, it's something I'm excited about. I'm passionate about taking information and producing it for the world. Uh, it's not even just me. It's, it's my guests that are doing some really incredible things. And uh, I think that it's a great way to get modern uh, education for free. Um, so at the cost of just trying to give me a five-star rating and uh, make sure that it gets a comment, that would be awesome. It promotes me up into the ratings and more people can potentially hear this. So I'd be eternally grateful if you could help me out with that. Um, and if not, that's okay too. I'm happy you're here either way. Um, so without further ado, uh, my guest today, Mary Lynn Oshner, uh, a super awesome, uh, adorable woman. Um, she has made some career changes in the last six or so months. Um, she has become what seems like an overnight sensation, which we hit on. But she is a breath of fresh air. She's super light, super non-judgmental, which is something a quality I've always appreciated about her. Um, her husband, Jake, I played hockey with, and, and he is they're perfect together. And she kind of dives into what that means. Um, we talk a lot about... Uh, what it means to make some big decisions when you have that partner, um, what it is to go through self-doubt and just what it is to take on challenges and, and feel that, that gut instinct of pull and, and what's truly right and passionate for you. Um, Mary is a super helpful person regardless of she's actually helping with yoga. She's in the yoga sphere. Um, or if you're just looking for a friend to talk to, she's, she's super um, positive and shoots you real at the same time. So, um, someone I, I trust a lot. I look toward uh, to her posts all the time, and uh, she is um, in the niche of, of beginner yoga, and that's what her her postings are all about. Um, so if you're interested in yoga or you're just interested in mindset and taking on new challenges, this is definitely the podcast for you. Mary's super awesome, um, and and don't be afraid to reach out to her at the end of this. All of her stuff is is linked to this podcast, and she even says it out loud. So. Um, Hope you enjoy it. Leave a comment, share with your friends, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Check out that website. Hey, all right, here we go. Let's Mary, do it. Mary Lynn Young-Oshner. Young-Oshner. <laughs> How are you? You know, I'm doing really well, really Thank well. Um, so this has been uh, talked about for a long time, you and I being on this podcast together. Um, and funny enough, I, I was going to mention this precast, but I'm going to just go for it right now. I like secretly when I came home from Colorado last year for the uh, alumni game and I saw you and Jake and I kind of told you what I was doing. You're like, you're like Aubrey Marcus. And I was like, <laughs> no, me. Uh, so I was like super pumped and that's been in the back of my head every time I have fear. I'm like, yeah, but Mary thinks I'm like Aubrey Marcus. So. You are like Aubrey Marcus. And that is like the biggest compliment because he's such a badass, And especially with some of those things that he's overcome with his big accident and like, 
just on the edge of life and how his outlook on that stuff. I swear when I, when I hear his podcast and then when we were having that conversation about yours, I was like, dude, these guys have a good mindset, like a good outlook on all of the crazy tricky things that it's, every single one of us deal with in life. Like it scares me. Cause he's got a lot of things about like uh, certain, certain topics that he goes into. And I'm like, that's not for me, man. Like I'm deaf. Like at least I'm not there right now. Um, you're, you're married to Jake, right? So for everybody listening, Jake uh, is a former teammate of mine from college and actually Mary, I met you before I met Jake, um, freshman year of college at Grand Valley. So, um, but yeah, he's got some topics like about relationships from like, no, I don't know if that's really for me. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I need to give up some of my possessiveness. I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, that's the thing about life and that's the thing about this world too. Like there are so many, we are all able to like live and do our life on our own terms and find out what resonates and works with us. And so, yeah, there's some things where I'm like listening to their relationship stuff. Like, Oh boy, I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be cool with Jake, like going off with some other girl, but <laughs> I can respect, I can respect the, uh, kind of like the reasoning behind it and, the, and his like what he really stands for by having that sort of lifestyle and that's like I just say cheers to you man that's that's awesome that you're able to do that heck yeah no he's he's a super cool dude and like that the whole uh arena of of guys like that um you know like Tom Billius and all those guys they're they're fascinating to listen to because even even if you don't really agree with what they're saying they're so challenging in, in belief um so it's it's and like that's kind of always been my thing of like I, I don't know, you probably know me well enough. To, like, I've always just said things off the wall and I kind of brushed the line of like what's appropriate and inappropriate. But in my mind, like if you believe what you believe, I should be able to say anything I want and it doesn't do anything. But I always just believe in challenging people to think a little bit more uh, about how they're living their lives, the way I'm living my life. Like shit, I look at it every day and go, the fuck was that? Um, you know, like you have more to offer. You can do more. You're just being lazy. You're, you're being crippled by fear and all this stuff. So, um, I have a feeling we're going to dive down that rabbit hole here. Um, Mary, uh, before we kind of get into some of this stuff, can you give us a little bit about like, um, a summary? I know we talked about, you recently quit a job, uh, well, several yeah. months ago now, but take us down this whole, whole road of where you got, uh, where, how you got to where you are right now. Sure, sure. So I'll try not to go too deep into all this stuff, but you know, you and I met, <laughs> you and I met back in college. So you know, I'm from Michigan area, kind of born and raised. Um, went to school here, and you know, always kind of had this dream. You know, my dad's an entrepreneur, so I've always had this dream, kind of in the back of my head, to sort of start my own thing. But for a lot of people, that's easier said than done. Uh, some people it comes super naturally to, and I'm kind of a little less risk-taking personality type. Um, So I kind of followed that traditional path and, you know, graduated from college with a marketing degree and then got, you know, a sales job right out of college, which was a crazy job um, and wasn't there for too long just because the hours were insane. I was like traveling all over selling kitchen remodels and bathroom remodels in people's homes. Like I saw some crazy stuff while I was on that job and stories there. <laughs> learned a lot, learned a lot, but I ended up working for this small manufacturing company, which was, you know, kind of what I never thought I wanted. You know, it was like the normal nine to five. Like I worked in a cubicle, if you will, it was like an office with two desks. Um, cause it was a smaller company, but I, I really loved it. I was managing a customer service department there. Um, and these people truly became like my family. I mean, when you spend 40 hours a week with people and and it wasn't that like dingy, like fluorescent lights, you know, flickering, like it was a cool office space. I worked with awesome people that I love and respect and still stay in touch with to this day. Um, but I worked there for about seven years, um, in that role. And I kind of grew with the company, the company, when I started had about 25 employees and then grew up to about 50, um, So it was a really wonderful experience. It forced me to learn how to, you know, manage different personality types. I had to learn and challenge myself in a lot of ways. Um, But throughout this whole time, I still had that little itch, like, girl, you need to, you need to do what you love. And I'm seeing these other people that are like starting their own passion businesses, you know, and I, um, so now, you know, flash forward to today, Um, you know, I'm really into yoga. I am a yoga instructor here locally. Um, but my big goal right now is to teach people yoga all over the world on the online space. 
because now more than ever, like what a time to be alive. You know, I can help, I can teach people that live all over the world. And that has never been so easy. So knowing and seeing that for the past few years, like this isn't something where one day I'm like, I'm going to teach yoga online and then just quit my job and did it. It took me years to build up the courage, the confidence, um, and just like that safety net. Because like I said, I didn't want to just be like, F it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go do it. Like that's not me. So, you know, it took a lot of people can do that, right? I mean, yeah, I admire those who can. I am just not one of them. Yeah. So, so this past summer, I finally was able to build up that courage to quit. And I'm telling you, it was not easy. There were so many tears. I was scared. But I said, girl, you've been talking about this and thinking about this for years. And now is the time to do it. So you just got to go do it. And I did. And holy shit, like <laughs> it was crazy. And I'm so thankful that I did. And so now my big focus now is just, um, you know, I'm, I'm really heavy in the Instagram world right now. I'm going to start exploring some other avenues as well. Um, but my goal right now is just to become the very best yoga teacher I can be and teach people not only in person, but again, also teach people in that online space and help break down some of those barriers for people who are like, I'd love to do that, but I can't blah, whatever it is. Um, so I'm, I'm for those people. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's funny because I feel like I always wonder like what makes me the person to be able to do something like, you know, who we had this conversation and we're going to, we'll get to it. Uh, like, who am I to be doing this? Right. But it's, it's the fact that you're taking that chance where you go. Yeah. I mean, I said, I couldn't do this either. Now I'm doing it or doing a part of it and I'm pursuing the next piece of it. And so like, it's just lead yourself to lead others. Right. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. obviously not that cut and dry. It's never really that easy, but at the root of all of it, it, it kind of is just saying like, I don't know, I'm just going to figure this out on the fly and see what happens. I've got a plan, but I don't really expect that plan to be accurate all the time. Um, that's super interesting. So a yeah. uh, couple of things. For, um, I have this in different order here. I wrote some questions down through the head. Uh, sure. One, making that decision with a partner, Jake, how, yeah. was, that, how was that received? <laughs> Dude, I, I like, let me get, I'm like the husband brag train right now yeah. because I'm Seriously. so thankful I am so thankful that I have a husband that supports these decisions. Now, mind you, we've been together for um, almost 10 years. Um, so, you know, we've kind of been through the college thing together. We've been through, you know, we've had some hard times. We've been through these jobs and such. Um, but he's known that this has been a big thing for me. And I had a big turning point. Um, I went on a yoga retreat in 2013, so several years ago. Um, and that was a big, that kind of was the first point for me that opened my eyes that was like, oh, dang, like, this is a lifestyle. People are traveling the world, teaching yoga and making money. Like, this is a thing and I want in because yeah. I love traveling. I love yoga. And that sounds way more fun than what I'm currently doing. No offense to that. Um, yeah, for and sure. So I want, that was kind of what planted that big seed. And then, so, you know, Jake's kind of been there along the way for throughout this. Um, and I am just so thankful that we, that, you know, one of the major things I think that's very important about marriage, you know, people say like, oh, all you need is love and you do need love. Absolutely. But you also need to have like a similar like outlook on life. So like a similar goal, a similar direction you're headed, a similar money mindset. You know, if you have like, if you have very contradicting beliefs about life and what you're trying to achieve in life, it's going to be hard to achieve life together with someone, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I can't disagree with that at all. Uh, obviously not married, um, uh, very much single. Uh, <laughs> it is. But, uh, but like, it is one of those things where like you, you feel connection with people. Like that's always been like a gift and a curse to me. And finally I'm starting to accept it as a gift rather than a curse. But uh, I connect easily with people. You know, like I didn't recognize it until even this last year, but people have been telling me for years, like, dude, people come up to you and they meet you and within minutes, they're telling you their deep, deepest, dark, darkest secrets. And I'm like, it happens for everybody. And I don't oh, think that is gift, my friend. And like, yeah. And like, as I've kind of gotten away from like the need for somebody or like trying to fill that void of loneliness. Right. I mean, I think that's a pretty inherent, um, 
I think it's a pretty natural thing for people, especially now where you see all these pictures and whatever. So I just like being around people, but now I'm starting to understand like what alone time means and how crucial it is and almost like addiction where like, now I'm like, I don't want to be around anybody. Just leave me in my room. Like, I don't want to talk like all this stuff. But I also started to recently appreciate like you can have these really deep connections and love somebody and then just have a philosophical difference in how life's supposed to be like lived. And that I had that same thought of like, it's just, at least in this moment, it doesn't work. It's just not going to work because that philosophical difference doesn't allow the, the space to actually create and pursue the thing that's speaking to you. And I mean, I, I can attest to it. I'm not married to Jake, but being on a hockey team, like, you know, I, I know a lot of people are like, my sport's the toughest. My sport gives me this. Like, hockey is a very unique culture. Like, Jake and I could get in the same room and not have seen or talked to each other in years, and it would be riding a bike, brotherhood. And he was always one of those guys in the locker room where you're like, I could be super upset and pissed, and I just look at him and go, we're all good. Like, we're all good, right? And he always had that personality. And, like, um, so I can, I can appreciate what you're saying on both ends. And, well, and you don't have that doubt. Yeah, you don't have that doubt there that, like, you know, he's, like, he sees me on my good days. He sees me on my bad days. You know, he sees me when I, like, hit a new goal that I've, you know, been working towards. And he sees me when I feel defeated. Like, I can't get it done, like, when I want to quit. He's, yeah. He sees it all. And, to, and knowing that he loves me either way and that that doesn't define, like, our relationship necessarily um, is huge. Sure. And that's kind of like you said, where you're like, we could win a game, we could lose a game, but he's my teammate. And I know he's there for me regardless because right. we're on the same team. Right. And, and that's, I think that's super important. That's, uh, that's awesome. I don't, I don't think that people really find themselves enough to – I hate saying the word find yourself, but for lack of better terms, when you go finding yourself – uh, but like under, understanding who you are and what's, what's like important to you morally or characteristically, I think really breeds allowing that to come into your life. You know, people call it law of attraction, you know, whatever they want to call it. But, um, I always said like, yeah, law of attraction, if you're positive, you're probably going to find yourself in positive situations or negative, you're probably going to find yourself negative. So call it what you will. Yeah. Um, so like I can definitely that that's really cool. I'm I'm happy. It doesn't surprise me about Jake. It doesn't surprise me about either. You guys are both yeah. on something. No, he's 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 definitely. I feel very blessed, and that's one of the things that I truly am. I'm thankful for every single day because this this whole this whole venture of growing a business um, seems glamorous when you see other people doing it online, you know. And so now that I'm in like the nitty gritty pieces of it it's like there are good days for sure but there are also low days and and to have someone I'm just like I said so thankful to have someone who truly supports me um and and supports my goals and encourages me when I'm having those low days and celebrates with me when I'm having those high days but there's certainly times where he'll criticize something and be like oh yeah no that could have been better and I'm like you (laughs) yeah you know so we have it's not like it's just rainbows and butterflies over here either but it is, it's one of those things that I'm, yeah, it's awesome. Well, that's awesome. So that was the first part of that. The second part of like creating this whole new space of obviously the transition, it always looks like, um, you know, everything happens in one moment of time, right? But a lot of times there's this buildup and obviously you kind of already alluded to that. Like, yeah, there was several years of buildup. 2013, you go to this yoga retreat and you recognize like, oh shit, like this is something that's big, right? So my question is, and this is something I've, I've always struggled with myself, of like, how do you know that this thing is speaking to you? Because I'm the guy that, like, I just got back from Colorado. Part of the reason I went was to sit there and go, I wonder if Colorado really felt the way it did last year, or if I'm just kind of making it to be this thing that was different. Like, what did I really feel? And I feel at home. I feel at peace there. But then back in my head, I go, like, is there something off there? So... How do you recognize what that passion is, that, like, that thing that's actually truly speaking to you? What was the connection there for you? Yeah, that's such a good question. I love it. So a couple, things come, to mind. <laughs> a couple things come to mind for me. Um, one of the things, well, first and foremost, I love the concept of, of you know, what kind of speaks to you or what would you like to be doing in your free time? So like kind of that idea, this is very cliche, but money's not an object. What do you like to do? What do you enjoy doing? And then from there kind of seeing, well, what other people are doing that sort of thing and what other avenues are there or what, you know, what ways 
what I enjoy spending my time. And so there's some things that aren't going to make you money or maybe most people like playing video games. If that's your thing, like, you know, that you're going to have to find a way to get creative to like make that a living. But then there, you look, there are like some YouTubers out there that are making insane money <laughs> recording themselves playing video games or whatever it is. So for me, yoga was my glass of wine at the end of the day. Like, you know, if I had a hard day or if I was feeling stressed or if I was feeling happy, like I loved moving my body. And I have a background. I was, you know, was in dance classes all growing up. I was a cheerleader in high school, um, you know, very active, worked out through, throughout college. So I've always kind of gone to movement. That's been a very big piece of my entire life. Um, and when I think back to a kid, so this kind of goes into my second point, what were the things that I wanted to be when I was little and like what sort of things, you know, lit me up? I loved writing. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an author um, and I wanted to be a professional dancer. Um, in the sense of like performances. <laughs> um, I loved, I loved dancing. So those were the two things. So I'm not doing either of those things today. Um, but the dancing idea kind of transformed into this yoga thing. You know, yoga is something that I, you know, once I, I didn't try yoga until I was out of college, you know, I didn't find it until, you know, later on. It wasn't like I had a mom that taught yoga or anything like that. Um, so that's how I kind of knew that yoga was my thing, was kind of like, what do I enjoy doing? What do I look forward to doing? And what do I do and want to do like every day if I could? And so that's that piece for me. The other thing, so this kind of goes back to what you were saying about Colorado, is that is learning to trust your gut. And this is something that I am practicing right now because I have these gut feelings about things, whether it's good or bad. And especially now I'm getting these new business opportunities and some of them are too good to be, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're offering me this, but I have this gut feeling that's like, mm, maybe that's not the best idea, or maybe that doesn't resonate with this brand I'm trying to build, but do I do it for the money? Because that money would be really awesome right now. And, and so it's like really learning to trust your gut. And so for you, when you're saying like, did I really feel that way? Or, or well, am I making that up in my head? And that's where you kind of got to trust that those gut instincts and just say like, yeah, that's my place. That is my place. And it might not be your place forever. Right. You know, your gut instincts will change over time in your life. The things yeah. that are valuable and important to you will change and shift. And that's normal and natural, but learning to trust your gut. Mm, that is, that is something that I'm working on right now. And it's easier said than done, but I can, I can say the couple of things where I had a very, um, a very lucrative opportunity earlier this year, or not this year, no, it's 2019, a couple months ago. Um, and I, it was almost like too hard to say no to, but I'm telling you, I knew in my gut, this isn't what I want to be doing. And I said no to it, a, a strict no, which literally I'm talking like this kept me up at night. Like I would dream about this. And I was like, girl, Practice what you preach. Trust your gut and your gut says no. So say no. And I did. And I'm telling you, I am so thankful that I made that decision because it wasn't right for me. It wasn't right for me, my business, my brand, or this point in my life. Like this was just not what I needed. And yeah. It's uh, I think there's something to be said about like, have, like trusting your gut has something to do with like belief in self, I think. Right. I mean, uh, mm -hmm saying that yeah no like this is whatever this the decision i'm making is the decision i'm making I'm, I'm gonna roll with it either way good or bad um mm -hmm. that's that's pretty cool I, like i'm you're sitting there saying like uh what did you want to do as a kid and i'm i've always tried to sit back and think about for whatever reason the things that i'm doing right now actually kind of came up like i always you know the people like they watch cartoons and stuff growing up i watched my fair share of cartoons don't get me wrong but i was always watching sports I was always watching strongman training. Like I love watching athletics. I love like the mindset, the focus that people have to go to to be able to do this stuff. But at the end of the day, I love connect. Like I always just want to know like, well, how the hell is that person doing that? How are they doing that? And like, I know I'm like, I'm like Joe Rogan fanboy, um, where I just like the way he lives his life. Not even necessarily his, like, well, his views too. I watch his, I watch his stand up, and I'm like, that's how I think. Like, this, what is this bullshit? But like, I've always uh, wanted to make people laugh and connect 
and like kind of lead others because I think my whole life as I get older now I can reflect back and go, you struggled mentally all your life. I mean like, you know, from a young age I was called fat boy and just immediately I, like, I was smart enough to sit there and go, I don't look like that guy. The guy that's getting the football, the guy that even at sixth grade the girls are talking to, like, what's wrong with me? And so I developed this weird like, it's a body image issue, right? And, and I've always equated that to everything I do. Like, well, I don't look good enough to do this. I don't look good enough to do that. But my defense, I, I love making people laugh. I love trying not to take two things too seriously because in my head, everything was serious. Um, so it's just this outward projection of like, don't, don't do it anymore. Uh, so like you said, like, what did you want to do as a kid? I wanted to be in front of people. I wanted to like lead people through difficult shit. So it was like, I don't want to lead my own shit. <laughs> like, this is too hard. So let's take on everybody else's crap and let's roll. Um, so that's, that's super interesting. And a lot of times I just sit there and go, yeah, you entered Grand Valley going into sports broadcasting. And so like maybe the podcast and, and like wanting to be like public, uh, public speaking and stuff like that, maybe the gym and podcasts are kind of this mesh into it. And um, it is kind of just saying like, here's where I am right now. And I don't really know what it's going to look like in five years, a year, whatever it might be. And just right. shit, things can change so fast. I mean, overnight you became like super influential. I shouldn't say overnight, but for lack of better terms, you came, became pretty influential in the yoga world um, quick. And it, and it became through your tutorials. Like you just took on like, what would I like to see in this field? And uh, you produced it. And all of a sudden, like there's just, opportunity after opportunity I'm sure for you to like have the chance to say no I don't that doesn't agree with me or yes that totally speaks to me let's see what happens um that's super interesting I probably need to spend more time with the idea of like what did you want to do as a kid and and develop from there but uh I don't know why we we stop thinking like kids for so like for our adult life and it doesn't make sense to me it's sad it is sad. I agree. That's actually one of my New Year's <laughs> resolutions. I'm all about New Year's resolutions, by the way. <laughs> kind of like anti. I love them because I'm like, what better time of year to like just kind of refresh and relook at like, where are you headed? Like, what are you yeah. working towards? And one of mine is play. Have fun for the sake of having fun, not for some sort of ulterior thing that um, you're trying to build up. But, you know, I love to like draw and sketch and doodle and that I'm never ever going to make a career out of that. That's never going to be anything that I do for any sort of job because I am not that good at it, but I like to do it. I enjoy doing it and it's making, so that's just one thing. There are so many things that I love to do and yeah, it's kind of hard as adults. You like don't always make the time to do those sort of things. Well, and I think we, we, marry, we marry like the whole, like, and again, I have to put this caveat of like nine, there's nothing wrong with like the nine to five, what, what it looks normal to us. Right. Like if that's what's right. you, then fuck, go do it. It doesn't matter. But like mm-hmm. for me, I tried sitting in a cubicle for a year and a half. And like within the first three hours, I was like, this is not, this, I can't do this. I can't sit on these lights. I love the people I'm working with, but like, I don't feel like I have a purpose at all to being here. And that's super frustrating. So it is kind of, you, you, maybe you're more of a creator. I grew up, my dad's self-employed as a musician. So like entrepreneurial, like I didn't think of it that way, but that's really what it is. And that's, uh, that's an interesting like way to kind of look back and, and say like, okay, this is maybe what I'm supposed to be doing. It's what I understand. It's what I want to learn more about. But um, I completely agree. I loved my, the job that I had it for seven years. And if I truly wasn't happy, I wouldn't have been there for that long. I wasn't happy with that first job. And I was there for like seven months. Yeah. It's so, just really, there's something more, right? Like, I mean, like I want to have people are like, why do you want to make so much money? Like it's not necessarily because I want to have yachts and stuff. It's more because I want to be able to do things that change the world in a way, whatever, yeah. uh, whatever, you know, level of change it can create. Like if it starts with one person, awesome. If it goes to millions and sweet. Um, right. money can buy either possessions or it can buy your time back and I think that's a big thing for me that's like yeah I don't need to make a million dollars or whatever amount of money I just want to make enough so that I'm comfortable I'm not stressing about like oh am I gonna be able to pay my mortgage this month or whatever um make enough money where I can do and create these things and and then yeah there's something that I enjoy doing that has also helped making the world a better place and helping people in ways that I never would have been able to help them if I was still working that other job that I was working before. I just feel like, I mean, I have, I have self doubt written down. So we had talked about a little bit about that, but like, mm-hmm. I just feel like we, 
we kind of get stuck in the dogma of this is how it's supposed to be. This is what everybody's doing. And you know, like we're 29 talking about retirement and you're like, retirement, first of all, you may not even make it there. So, like, mm -hmm. so let's hold that up. But secondly, like, what are you going to do between now and the 35 years be like before then? Right. You're just shooting for 65. What, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like that you doesn't can't. sound fun at all. No, uh, you don't. As much as like, I love laying on the beach and like reading a book, like I, you know, on the beaches of Hawaii, that's like my ultimate dream. But you can only do that so many days in a row until you're like, somebody give me something to do. Give me a purpose. And I think that's a big piece of it is like feeling that purpose. You know, I feel when I don't show up now and make my tutorials or teach my yoga classes, people are like, Mary, where were you? Like, I missed you. I have that, you know, I'm building this purpose. That's awesome. And and it does, it feels really, really awesome to have that. And I think that's that big piece. And just going back to something we were talking about before about like finding yourself and like thinking back to the things you enjoy, those, that takes time to figure out. Jake and I talk about this, you know, what is it that you wanna do? And to, to answer that question, it takes a lot of soul searching, reflecting and growth to get there. So don't think that it's just like, I'm going to sit down one afternoon and really think hard, really think hard and figure it out. It's like, epiphany. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty rare for that to happen. It's normally, I, for me, it really helps to pause, reflect on like what things brought me joy, what things are stressing me out and don't and feel forced. And then kind of saying, okay, well, what is that turning into? What does that mean? And how can I make that kind of my ultimate career because that's the thing is like right now even though I'm still quote-unquote working I'm doing what I love every single day which is teaching people yoga and it is so fun and exciting and guess what even on Saturdays when we're sitting drinking our coffee in the morning what do you want to do today well I'm gonna make yoga videos today because that's what I do I love doing that um that's awesome and it's it like the whole like self-exploration and uh even even what you're doing I mean like this is where you're at right now, but it's ever evolving. Like you're not just going to do the same thing. I, I feel like that's um, one of those things like I've, I've continually searched like, what am I going to do for my life? And I think it was probably my mom. I mean, several people have told me this, but like, I think my mom was the first one that goes, why do you think that you're going to do one thing? You've always just been the kid that like kind of do that, do that, do that. Like just try it. And yet I look at myself and go, I'm fearful of trying everything that's new. Like what if I look stupid? What if I'm not good? But the reality is, like, I'm fascinated by all these other things. And maybe you gain experience by talking to other people and what their experiences are. It's, it's just ever-evolving. I don't, I don't think that we live in a, a world anymore where you do sit down for one job the rest of your life. And yeah. I feel like that, that causes a lot of stress, but in, in a couple of different ways. Like, one, like, what the hell am I going to do? And then, two, mm -hmm. like, why, why can't I just do that? Mm -hmm. because well, everything changes so fast it does and that's but that's the beautiful thing in life and you can either look at it like oh my gosh what am I gonna do or like how many things do I get to do in this life you know one one thing that really stuck with me um and I, let me know if you've ever heard this story before um it's from Derek Sivers who I highly recommend he has a book that I love I can't remember the title off the top of my head it's like everything you want to do or something like that um, Derek Sivers and he has this story called um, don't be a donkey have you ever heard this no no okay I'm excited so it's a story about this donkey that's standing in the middle and on one side is a tub of water and on the other side is like a barrel of hay and he's hungry and thirsty so he stands there and he looks to the hay but if he goes to the hay he can't get the water so then he looks at the water but if he goes to the water he can't get the hay and he just stands there and he looks back and forth between both options until he dies because he didn't do anything. But he very well could have walked all the way to the hay and then eventually walked all the way back yeah. to the water and been fine. So the story is or whatever, and I probably messed that up a little bit, but don't be a donkey. So <laughs> if you want to be, you know, let's just say, you know, I want to be a yoga teacher but I also want to be an artist, even though I'll never be an artist <laughs> for this example. You know, I don't have to try to be a yoga artist today. Today I'm doing yoga. Yoga is my thing right now. It is my jam. I'm loving it. And I am so excited to see where it takes me, but I might get to a point in my life where I'm like, I've done the yoga thing. 
and I'm now going to try to be an artist or an ice skater or a dancer, you know, performing somewhere or whatever, you know, it doesn't, it can be anything. And so it's like that idea of don't not do anything. Don't let that indecisiveness hold you back from pursuing something. Well, it's uh, in our house living with Eric, right? Uh, you know, Eric, yeah. um, we always like, there's things that he and I were best friends. So like there's things where like it's said and we just know what the other's going to say back to it just to piss the other one off. But like anytime it's like, I don't know what to do. And you're like, well, even indecision is still a decision. And you're like, mm-hmm. man, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is super frustrating. Like take, take the leap and see what happens. Like it, it's just, you know, there's, I always struggle with like, I don't know, we'll just use per, like personal training as an example. Like, okay. I'm going to do this for, let's say five years. And like, what happens then? Like, what if you don't love it anymore? Then what? Like, there are probably other opportunities that present themselves. Am I probably like, there always will be other opportunities that are created. And like, you'll probably be challenged to say like, do I want to keep doing this or do I want to try something else now? Um, sounds like kind of like what you're into where it's like, you have your path straight and narrow for right now. And there's actually other like external resources coming out going like, what if you come this way? Like, doesn't speak to me. Doesn't speak to me. Right. You're going right here. It's a big thing that helped me when I was going through that decision of do I quit my job that I love? You know, I love the people I work with. I made a wonderful salary. I was living the good life. You know, Jake and I were traveling. You know, we had these funds. We could just travel wherever we wanted. Um, to leave that, which is my comfortable little home base comfort bubble to say, oh, but what if I did this yoga thing that I've always dreamed about but might not make any money and definitely won't from the first, you know, day one. Um, you know, I wanted it to be this, like, this, like, lateral move, and it just isn't. Yeah. And that is, that is scary. And, like, that's when those fears start to bubble up, and you're like, what the hell am I doing? Who am I to become this yoga teacher? Like, I've only done this for, like, a year or two years. You know, I'm not, there's so many people that are better than me, and and there's so many people that are, physically better than me. Like I can't, like if you come check out my Instagram, like I can do like a back bend and that's about it, you know, and I can do the splits. Those are like the two cool moves that I can do. I can't do handstands. I can't like, you know, grab my foot behind my head. I can't do any of these wild poses, these beautiful things that you see others doing. And that was kind of where I had to like, just brainwash myself like doesn't matter girl you've got this you know there's always going to be people better than you but there's also going to be people that aren't as good at you that need your help right and those are my people you know i'm not trying to win over these beautiful yogis they already know what they're doing obviously i'm trying to help you know the you know the person that's like i'd love to try yoga but i can't touch my toes and i don't know what the pose names are and you know i've never done this before i feel awkward you know i'm here for those people to make them feel comfortable, to make them feel able, and to give them that confidence, that little that little push that they need yeah. to just do it and go for it. And well, it's okay. I mean, like I can attest to it. Like you, your your tutorials on Instagram are super inviting. Like they're they're not like overwhelming. They're very simple, um, and I think people are attracted to stuff like that. Like, and it's funny you're saying this. I'm having this whole like thought process in my head of like the things that are holding me back, and I struggle with that. Like there's so many people smarter than me that are better look like, you know, in terms of fitness world bodies, like they, I don't look like them. I'm not shredded up. I like pizza and ice cream. And I have very little self-discipline when it comes to those. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, you know, like I don't have that prototypical like image that they have, but um, you know, like they, they have the following, they've got this certification or whatever. And it's just like, do you just take the barbell out and show somebody how to do a bicep curl? Like it might just be that symbol where someone goes, Oh, never even thought about that. Like I, I could do that today and exercise, you know, whatever it is. But like, there's that self doubt of, am I good enough? Or am I going to be judged? And what that really means is like, how hard am I going to judge myself? Uh, but then like, just kind of leveling up and going, who am I to be able to present this stuff? Like what makes me any different from everybody? Because every day I go into teach at a class or a person, I'm like, anybody can do this. And it was actually a couple of weeks ago, another coach, good friend of mine, he's like, but not everybody can speak in front of other people, particularly like large groups. He's like, that alone is really difficult. And then I kind of took it in. Like I did a seminar at the gym this past weekend, like 20 plus people where it was just me talking. You're like, 
you know, dude, like you may not be like this crazy ass expert, but you have some kind of ability that a lot of people are looking to learn about. And like, they don't want to go like become the expert. They just want somebody to teach them how to be better. Um, and that's, those are the conversations that happen all day long. You know, people are like, why are you so tired? And like, you don't even know what's happening in here. Like, you have no clue what's going on deep in this head because it's a lot. It's crazy. So like, I mean, obviously you find your niche, but like what, what really kind of got the ball rolling for you? Because I mean, I think everybody has self-doubt. I think there's just different levels of people kind of showing their vulnerability. But like yeah. what, what just made, you know, we talked about this precast where you're like, yeah, I sit there and just at some point I go, share you know yeah. what, what was the what was the extra push that made you go for it well there's this quote and again i don't remember i don't remember who said it i don't remember exactly how it goes but it says something like there's someone out there living the life or doing the things you want to be doing that's less qualified than you doing it and that spoke to me and and that spoke to that idea of just taking some freaking action and doing it because you can sit and think about doing it all day and you can sit and plan how you're going to do it all day and you can contemplate the things that you'll be good at the things you won't be good at but i'm telling you i learned more in the six months of creating yoga tutorials almost every single day about myself my abilities and the value i can bring to people than i did in the three or four years thinking about it sure. ahead of time. So yeah, you're going to make, if you want to make progress and if you want to make it fast, start doing something. Some things are going to stick and go viral and some things are going to fucking fail and not, and, and it's going to suck. And it's a little, you know, hit to that ego. Like, and you have, you know, you might have that little bit of doubt, but what we were saying before is like, I'll have this thing written up and I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think about this? How is this going to set? Are people going to be offended? Am I going to make anyone mad? Am I going to get mean comments about this video? And you can just sit and spin those wheels all day and you're never going to know until you just click post <laughs> and see what happens. And there have been times where I've been so scared to post something like, oh, this one, I don't know about this one. And then I'll get I'll get some really nice comments and I'm like, Oh dang, this is hitting pretty well. But guess what? I never would have known that if I never pressed post or whatever. Yeah. There, there is something to just being like, you know what? Uh, like I had this whole thing when I started the pod, when Nate and I started the podcast last year in Colorado and like we started off as mental health, strictly mental health. And it's, it's really no surprise to me that my conversations end up going mindset. Cause that's where I'm truly fascinated by like, Mm-hmm. everything is a result of the mind right like I, that's what my belief is and um but we did the first episode the inaugural episode and like we we kind of like brushed the surface of our struggles our mental health struggles and he's he's had an addiction that he's overcome and um you know I, obviously with me like i've struggled with suicide and like playing around with pills and just really a bunch of really low self-confidence issues and so the second one it was like dude we gotta we we need to just if we're gonna do this we need to present ourselves as here's who we are. And so we did, we talked, we openly talked about our struggles and like I sat there before we published it. I'm like, do I want, I'm super open about this thing, but like, do I want everybody to know that I was suicidal for a period of my life and like that I battle these things all the time. And I literally was crying at one point where I'm like, I don't know if I can handle the feedback. And then the reality was like, dude, there might be one person that listens to this fucking thing or there could be a million people. So like make your decision. But I had to write out on my phone something to the extent of like, I'm not okay sitting by idly knowing that uh, there's people out there that think they're not good enough, that there's people out there like struggling with addiction or just not taking the chances of the suicidal. They're not taking the chances themselves because they just don't believe in themselves. Like I'm not okay with that because I've been there and I know that it gets at least a little bit better. Uh, and like right now I'm just in that process of like grow, grow, grow. And I think you, I'll probably always be in that process, but knowing that even when those thoughts do come up, I navigate them like, that's not what you want, man. Like that's almost comfort for you to go back there. It's the easy way to do things. And you said something about comfort earlier and I, I was going to interject said comfort is, is where we go to die. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's just where we go to die. And so now it's just kind of like, I got, I, I don't like running at all. So recently, last week, I just started like early in the morning. Like, yeah, I could be sleeping. And yeah, sleep's super important. It's the first thing I preach to people. I terrible. Go outside at four o'clock in the morning and run and see what, just try it for a period of time and see what happens. 
And like today, I did not want to fucking get up out of bed. I had to work early already. And I was like, no, just go do it. And it's amazing. Even through that struggle, it was a bad run. But like there's something like building confidence out of just being up early, of moving your body, of saying like, I can't do this, I can't do this. And you're like, I'm literally doing this. There's yeah. something about that action that truly breeds confidence. And, and so I can appreciate like, just try it. Like what the consequences of posting a yoga video or like a quote <laughs> on Instagram or something like that. Like we just, people it's are going like, to like, ego. Yeah. Your yeah. ego is what's like holding you back. Like when someone's not going to be right. nice to me, like, like, yeah, you like worry about walking in a room and someone's going to be like talking behind your back. Like, well, who's this fucking idiot? And you're like, I'm trying to change myself and the people around me. If what works, like helps one person. Great. If it doesn't help you go do your own thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, keep scrolling, man. That's, I've had to say that to people before where they're like, that's ridiculous for an arm workout. And I'm like, listen, dude, keep scrolling. <laughs> yeah, like if it's not for you, <laughs> yeah. this is for people who can't do push-ups. One single push-up. So yeah, you're right. This isn't some well-rounded <laughs> arm workout for everyone. Like, no, keep scrolling, dude. But one thing I want to say too, especially about you sharing those vulnerable stories about the things you've struggled with and the things that you've gone through, is that F that person that judges you for that. Because it's like, wouldn't you wouldn't you rather share your story? Something that is so hard for so many people to talk about and deal with, but is so much more common than we even know. It's like more, there's so much more good that's going to come from that than there is bad. And there's always going to be bad. There will always be internet trolls and haters going to hate, like let them hate. And, and like I said, it happens to me in the yoga world. It's going to happen to you in the mental health world. It's going to happen to you. And no matter what you do, if you stand for anything, someone's going to disagree with you. But the good news is that person's not part of your group. That's not your, that's not your audience. And they don't, not everyone needs to be your audience, nor should everyone be your audience. So that's, that's a tough thing to get over. Like I'm, I'm definitely a people pleaser. And so like, it's a tough thing to get over. Like some people might not like you. And in fact, like all my life, I've always been like, nobody likes me. I'm, people just tolerate me, you know? And like, so that makes it even more difficult to like, push yourself out there. You're like, but then at other times I'm like, this should make it easier. You already think people don't like you. So if they don't, here we go. <laughs> like, here we go. Don't worry about what it says. It's just go for it. And then like, if you connect, I remember when I first started the podcast, like getting a like random message from people here and there. Like, I have no clue how they found the podcast, but one kid in mind, he, he messaged me. He's like, Hey, you know, your podcast got me through a really difficult breakup around Christmas time. And like, I remember being home here in Michigan and like driving and seeing just the first part of it on my phone. Like, uh, holy fuck. Dude, like you, uh -huh. like, now you start to feel the pressure of showing up. Right. We're like, I'll give this thing like a five or 10 episode shot. And now you're like, uh-uh, man, like you like doing it. And even if it's for one or two people, like you have to show up. And a lot of times people are seeing or listening or trying things without actually commenting or letting you into the fact that like, yeah, you know, I'm trying yoga in my house. I'm not going to lie to you. I've taken some of your, your videos and been like, yeah, I mean, try it. Just like yeah. literally in your room, just try it. And so then I just play around with it. And like, it helps me in the fitness world. So I'm like, oh, different movement here or there. Like if somebody, I don't know what it's going to bring. But for me, it's just kind of like learning more about being uncomfortable, right? Like yeah. finding comfort in that uncomfortable uh, situation. Uh -huh. I know it's simple to say, but. Like, I love it though. And I say that a lot in class. I love there's cliches or cliches for a reason is because they're freaking truth. Like yeah. they're spot on. And that is like, you know, in yoga specifically, like you put yourself in a deep posture and it's not going to feel good and warm and fuzzy, you know? And of course, and like, that's one thing I like to talk about in my class is that difference between pain and sharp sensations in your body versus that discomfort and learning to sit there. And like you were mentioning with running, like I hate running too. Yeah. No way am I going to wake up and go running, <laughs> but it's finding those things that kind of pressure you to, to do differently, to act more, to raise your bar a little bit higher, to, to make you think a little bit differently. Those are the things that are going to literally transform your brain, making you a better person. Right. And so it's like, it's not letting yourself, the goal is not to, like we said, sitting on a beach every day in and day out doing nothing. 
you know, just letting life pass us by. It's like, we want to be improving ourselves every day. And even if it's just a tiny step forward and it's not always going to be that, you know, you're going to have days where you are like striding. You're going to have days where you fucking fall right. and you, you take several steps back. It's not a straight line up. It is a curvy, swirly high and low, you know, but you want that trend to be going upward oh, and doing I, I everything literally... you can to, to do that. Yeah, I literally just posted that this morning. We're like, in my head, I always think of like a linear progression is just like straight up incline. But the reality is like even linear progression has its obstacles, its fallbacks. And like it's, it's more of like, okay, take it backwards, regroup and shoot yourself forward. And it is about trend. Like the trend line is important. Um, and just that you're always trying to keep pushing it forward. Uh, that, that's super interesting. But um, we'll, we'll kind of get this wrapping up. I know you're a busy person. Um, but I, something came to mind, like, I, I know you kind of maybe implied this and I have a feeling I, I know this is the feeling for you. Um, do you feel like you work? Do I feel what? Do you feel like you work? Like, you know, like versus like going to a nine to five, right? Like where you're like, right. I have to go. Do you yeah. actually, like go to bed at night going like, I don't feel like I did anything today, but you actually did quite a bit. Yeah. Shifting my opinion and my perspective on what quote unquote work is has totally changed since I have gone from the typical work day to this um, yoga business world. Um, there are definitely pieces of it that still feel like work or there's once in a while days where I'm just like, another tutorial, like, you know, but it is so few and far between. There's no, um, that feeling of like back to the grind or like, uh, it's Monday or TGIF. Like, no, I do not have that feeling at all. My work is part of my life. And so it's a blessing and a curse in the sense that I love what I do every day. And like I said, I love showing up and teaching yoga and interacting with people and connecting with them and hopefully inspiring them to try and do things that they've never done or never thought they were confident enough to even try or attempt. Um, so I love doing that. But then again, on the other hand, it is, it's also hard to turn that off. So I'll be in bed at 10 PM at night, responding to comments and DMS and you know, that sort of thing. And Jake's like, let's just watch this movie. I'm like, no, I've got to film this yoga video. And they're both fun things I want to do. Watch a movie, you know, yoga video. And so it just, it shifts like, um, it's like this idea of there are still going to be, you know, I'm doing what I love every day, but there's still challenges. There's still problems. There's still these obstacles that I'm facing and having the thing is the problems that I'm figuring out now are fun problems to figure out. If you can say that, you know, I still get stressed. I still sometimes like bang my head against the wall. Like, why can't I figure this out? Um, and, but that's a fun problem to fix. And it's so much more rewarding, even though it sucks going through that struggle and going through that, like, I don't know what to do, or I don't even know how to fix this or where to begin or thinking like, Oh, the money I'm going to have to spend to, to do this the right way that can like really weigh heavy on you. But when you think like, well, this is my biggest problem right now, or like, this is the thing I'm going to solve. And then you figure it out and you solve it, dude, that <laughs> is such a good feeling. That is such a good feeling. And it's worth it. Like in hindsight, so like when you're going through that struggle, even though it sucks, so I'm kind of going through that right now with a couple things, knowing and reminding myself, like, I will figure this out. It will be okay. It's not forever. Um, that's, a, that's a piece of it. But yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like your traditional work that I've always been used to. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like I teach like different mornings and stuff. You show up and you're like, happy... I think it's Wednesday. Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the hours are super long. And like, yeah, there's, yeah, of course, there's like, there's a bunch of stress, stress where you're like, I work at the gym, Lululemon, like I'm trying to create this stuff. But at the end of the day, like I, a lot of times I go to bed and I get myself in trouble. So I'm like, I haven't done enough. And you're like, no, dude, like you, you're doing a lot. Like, just chill for a second. Let things kind of grow and, and take your time. But like the other side of it is cause like you enjoy doing most of what you're doing right now. So, yeah. Of course you don't feel as exhausted as going to sit at the desk that you absolutely dreaded doing. Mm -hmm. uh, so that makes a huge difference in energy and, and just like how you, so maybe I need to take a little more time and, and actually allow that mind shift to, to take place. And yeah, I, I definitely have gone through that. And I think another thing to, to what helps me, I'm such like a writer or like, I like to journal and I have like a bullet journal that I keep track of things in, but keeping track of all the things you are accomplishing. 
So every day, like I note, like I posted on Instagram today and that's no small task, you know, to create an in-depth tutorial takes at least an hour if everything goes smooth. Sometimes it takes a couple hours. And then as well as like the writing the caption, which is like some of mine are like small blog posts. So to do that in one day, that's a lot of freaking work. But then you can look at it and you can say, well, that's just one Instagram post. And it's yeah. like, it wasn't a selfie, you know, and that would take you two seconds or a picture of my cat, you know, this was like a thought out created video, you know, you're going to learn something from this. It's not just going to be like, Hey, lunch with my girlfriends, you know, selfie. Um, but it's easy for our brains to then think it was just one Instagram post, big deal. And so it's like taking that time to pause and recognize like, no, that actually takes a lot of work appreciating and like acknowledging the hard work that you are putting into these sort of things. Um, because yeah, there've definitely been times where I'm like, yeah, Jake will come home. He's like, what did, what did you do today? And I'm like, well, I posted on Instagram. <laughs> and it doesn't feel like much because he's like, well, I closed this loan and I did that and I did this. And I'm like, dang, wow, busy day. But it was like, there was a lot of prep that went into putting that together. So it wasn't just like, yeah, it's one little Instagram post, but recognizing it and appreciating and like celebrating those small wins or those, you know, those sort of things. That's, that's something it's important to do, especially in this style of work environment. That's awesome. Well, Mary, I hope we can do this again because uh, you are you're super awesome, and I've always thought that about you. And uh, thank you. You're super like light and bubbly, and your energy is super. I don't know. I can't find the word, but it's it's uplifting. Maybe it's the right word. And I feel it even through like your tutorials. It's super sweet. Um, and I'm far from yogi, uh, but it's something <laughs> I've always like, entertained. Like maybe I, I want to get into it more for the mindset of than even the physical side of things. But um, before we wrap this up, where can uh, the audience find you? I know you're super, super busy there on Instagram and everything. Yeah. Uh, Instagram right now is by far the best place to get in touch with me. So I am um, at Mary, M-A-R-Y, and then my last name, O-C-H-S-N-E-R. So Mary Oshner. Um, that's definitely the best place to get a hold of me. So um, whether it's direct message in the comments. Um, I will, I do have a website that I'm still working on and that'll just be maryashner.com. So that's coming out. And then in the next few months, I'm going to have my own yoga app. Um, so there'll be lots of more information on that, um, through my Instagram. That's my big avenue for sharing the details on that. So stay tuned for more info. That's awesome. Uh, I'm, yeah. super, I'm super stoked for you. Uh, it's been sweet to like know you and, and know your, your like genuine self. Um, you're just mm -hmm. like a you are a genuine human being. You've always like, that's always been my read on you. You're just super kind and, and caring and, and entertain everybody. Um, and and I don't think I've ever felt judgment for you from you. That's, that's like the coolest part about you. Um, so yeah, if, if anybody out there is looking, definitely, definitely hit Mary up. Um, specifically if you're looking to get into yoga a little bit and yeah. <laughs> what you're doing, she's a girl. Um, but uh, last one final question. Um, what does it mean for you or for others here to uh, live a life well done? I, <laughs> I love that question. That's so good. Um, for me, I think a big piece, and this comes from my yoga background, is living a very mindful life. And so what does that mean? People throw that word around a lot. And I think a big piece of being mindful is learning to love and appreciate all of the little things that you do day in and day out. So that means you know, enjoying the people that you surround yourself with and being truly present when you are with them, limiting your distractions. That means savoring that cup of coffee in the morning and taking time to really taste it, not doing a million things and jumping from one thing to the next. That means singing in the shower. If you like to sing in the shower, you know, enjoying your commute to work and from work, whether that's listening to fun podcasts like this or awesome music or whatever, learning to enjoy the normal things in your life. To me, that is a life well done. Awesome. What a great answer. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Well, awesome. I will let you go. I know you've got plenty of things to tackle for the day. Um, but seriously, thank you so much. I've been, God, from the day like I like messaged you, it was like right when I moved home. It was before I even moved home. Uh -huh. I was still in Colorado. Uh, I've just been like thinking about this. Is I don't know. I think, I think what you do is really great. Um, even if it wasn't yoga, you'd, you'd be doing really great things. But I know this is clearly something that you're super passionate about and, and you want to share and spread to the world. And hopefully I can 
um, even spread it to one other person for you. And, and yeah, I, I love what you're doing. Like it takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage to put your story out there to create this kind of content and just say, hello world, here I am. This is what I'm doing. Um, so I, I cheers to you because this is a really awesome thing. And it has been an honor for me to even be a guest here on your podcast. Truly. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully uh, now that I'm only like two hours away from you guys, I'll, I'll have to come visit a little bit more. And we'll have to all get together here. Yeah. Uh, have to go get a drink or something like that but mary thank you so much if you're listening guys uh, i'll be sure to post all this stuff for you to be able to find her um and yeah mary until next time until next time thank you